Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. A recent headline in the Washington Post read, quote, The next level of AI is approaching. Our democracy isn't ready. End quote. There have been plenty of other headlines of that sort in the past six months or so since generative AI tools such as Chat, GPT, and Text and Midjourney or Dolly 2 in graphics have emerged from a subculture previously taking place mostly in wonky research labs and moved onto the front pages of the news. It's not just democracy that may not be ready, but many, many other aspects of our contemporary lives as well, from employment to education to the economy to government and to, some say, the future of humanity. In this particular article, and in many others like it, the next level of AI refers to artificial general intelligence, or AGI, in which machines would be capable of applying intelligence to any problem that humans could apply their intelligence to, and quite probably many times faster, and over time, many times more powerfully. There's still a good bit of difference of opinion about whether AGI will ever happen at all. In a previous program on our series on artificial intelligence, or AI, we looked at that question from the perspective of those who think that while the type of AI that we see all around us today in our search engines and phones and household assistants and so forth, what is called narrow AI, will develop even further and be a larger part of our everyday lives from now on, artificial general intelligence will never come about. One who used to share that opinion, but no longer does, is Jeffrey Hinton. He's been much in the news recently after he resigned as a vice president at Google so that he could speak as an individual about what he sees as potential dangers emerging from the development of more powerful artificial intelligence. Note that Dr. Hinton knows whereof he speaks. He's one of three winners of the 2018 Turing Prize, the highest prize in computing, for his contributions to neural networks and machine learning, the technology that makes today's rapid development in AI possible. Like many others who've worked, or are still working, on artificial intelligence, he used to think that AGI, if it could ever happen at all, was a long way off. Not anymore. In an interview with the New York Times, he said, quote, The idea that this stuff could actually get smarter than people, a few people believed that, but most people thought it was way off. And I thought it was way off. I thought it was 30 to 50 years or even longer away. End quote. More recently, he told Wired Magazine, quote, Now I think it's five to twenty years. End quote. Words to ponder from one who knows whereof he speaks. So today, let's look at possible futures from the perspective of those who are convinced that artificial general intelligence will come about, and probably in considerably less than fifty years. Suppose those folks are correct. Many who work in the field are convinced that if artificial general intelligence is reached, it will be superseded in fairly short order by artificial superintelligence, or ASI. In other words, by machine intelligence that's hundreds or thousands of times more powerful than the most highly developed human intelligence. Why would they think that? 
the reasoning is not complicated. Once we invent artificial general intelligence machines, they'll have the ability to program and improve themselves much better than we could. They could develop quite quickly into artificial superintelligent machines that will be able to keep making themselves even more intelligent without any input from humans. How would this affect us humans? It would be easier to think about this question if there were a single vision of what our world might look like when populated by AGI machines, but in fact, there are many different ideas, some quite grim, some tremendously optimistic. Let's look at a couple. We might first ask, what will be the relationship between human beings and artificial general intelligence or artificial superintelligence machines? There are a variety of answers offered to this question. One, which might seem to be the stuff of science fiction, although recall that artificial intelligence itself, until a few decades ago, was the stuff of science fiction, is that humans and machines will merge in some way and will represent another step in the evolution of intelligent species. There are a variety of ways this might happen, if it happens. One is through the enhancement of humans themselves through technology. This approach is often referred to as transhumanism. Quote, the transhumanist manifesto challenges the human condition. This condition asserts that aging is a disease. Augmentation and enhancement to the human body and brain are essential to prevail and that well-being is essential to prosper within safe and healthy environments. Understanding these conditions are core to the philosophy and worldview of transhumanism and advocate for the ethical use of technology and evidence-based science to intervene and effectively mitigate aging and to retreat from genetic liability by advancing genetic liberty." End quote. Those words may not be crystal clear at first hearing. We'll put links to some transhumanist thinking on the webpage for today's program at www.weru.org. Transhumanists remind us that we're already repairing our bodies through medical technology. Many folks know someone who has an artificial hip or knee. Those are almost routine surgical procedures these days. Many may know someone who takes FDA-approved drugs to enhance concentration or to control neural problems such as epileptic seizures or body tremors. And there are creative folks who take non-FDA-approved drugs because they claim it makes them see the world in new ways. In other words, we humans are already enhancing ourselves in some ways. Transhumanists argue that we can do much, much more including, in some cases, merging part of ourselves with machines, which will greatly outlast our human lifetimes. Ray Kurzweil's best-selling books such as The Singularity is Near or Susan Schneider's book Artificial You look at such possibilities from different perspectives. Transhumanism at this point is a small movement, so we'll leave it with this brief mention. Next, we'll turn our attention to the more likely future situation in which humans and AGI or ASI machines coexist. Many have posited what might happen in such a situation, sometimes to our great benefit, sometimes not. 
and we'll look at some of those possibilities right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. <laughs>